0: was a special treat at the end of the song there <laughs> yeah, <that was> good. <laughs> this, is, this is the first episode of uh, after determents and fair warning if you know anyone who's on this show you uh, might get offended because we might be fucking talking about you so um <laughs> yeah four people on this cast me kevin
1: what's up how you
0: doing uh and two who are absent for the first episode because they're fucking douchebags
1: yeah, you know, we will be talking about you, Stefan. Stefan
0: and Megan, who uh, Megan has an actual commitment, but Stefan just has a sore nutsack, and he's home playing with that. So. But uh, speaking of sore nutsacks, Kevin was just bitching about the chair on the other side <laughs> of the roof. I <laughs> know and saying how it hurts his back.
1: Here's the thing. I, I didn't even get into the full crust of the story. There's a chair here. Everybody has seen it. It's a bamboo... Chair. It's a Papasan chair. It has a name. Point. It's a style it's a chair. Yeah, I'm never gonna know that. It's, so, a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's what, like a recliner. You all it. it's, it's a just,
0: chair, and it goes back, and your feet go up. <laughs> you mean a recliner? I <laughs> don't know what that shit's called.
1: It's you. Your feet go up in the air. You sink into this thing like it's a really. It's ugly. a ball. It's a ball on a yes, stand with a cushion. Yes, you want to put it on For the stand. For those of us who don't understand the concept
0: it. of furniture and types of furniture, I have no idea. Furniture. Never
1: made it lot like your grandpa. And so, <laughs> I, we used to have one, and it was it was like having sex in the back of a Volkswagen, and it, it was just terrible, and it was just so uncomfortable. And I remember sleeping on it, falling asleep on it, hammered off my ass, and I would wake up in the morning, and my back, my spine would be in three different right angles
0: so i still don't understand what your problem with the fucking chair it's fucking
1: uncomfortable dude you can't get there's no traction there's no support your spine gets reversed in its trajectory you get scoliosis it's the (laughs)
0: most
1: uncomfortable chair it gets stained smell i
0: remember i remember that going over When I was in elementary school and they used to make you bend over and right, check the line check your the back, line they back, they were like, right, oh, were do you have lice, a Papa's on chair at home? Because time. you probably have fucking skull. <laughs> <has to smell. laughs> the chair also has lice. <laughs>
1: exactly. Thank
0: you. <laughs> Why the fuck did they check for lice with a popsicle stick? Why didn't they use like a comb?
1: I don't know what school you went to, but they checked with the comb in my school. Yeah. They, with me, yeah, they literally. checked with like
0: a tongue depressor. They pulled the tongue <laughs> depressor out of his drawer and fucking <laughs> like ran it over your head. Holy shit! It was, there's no fucking shot of finding something hiding in the root of your hair at all. They the literally worst, took... The
1: worst would be if the nurse like just stopped licking the rest of the chocolate <laughs> with a popsicle off, and then she's like, okay, honey, come here. It's... It just starts parting your hair with a popsicle.
0: Stuff. Sort of what it fucking felt like. <laughs> <coughs> there was like nothing that made sense about it. Anyway, no. Well,
1: they had to use that money for lice combs on school books. Really? They had to use
0: it schools so who could afford it, right. instead of my fucking poor high school.
1: <laughs> I Yeah, I tried to be there with you, but I just couldn't, because I clearly remember combs. We had the nice brushed metal ones, too, that like, were really fine.
0: Like, like nice a dog tick comb? Yeah, exactly. I used like that dog to comb it, my hurt, beard. It gets all the knots out. They like. fucking
1: hurt. First, they dig into your scalp, and they rake your scalp back, so you get these ridges like they're <laughs> growing corn. And then... And then it pulls the hair out that it catches. It was very
0: uncomfortable. That didn't happen with us. I feel like the nurse maybe just didn't give a shit and didn't want to be there. there so they were just it. like, so "How do I get out of here dude, as fast as really possible?" They took a tongue depressor. To guess like, yes, lice here. It, it was. Dude, it wasn't like, it wasn't like like a regular popsicle stick either. It was like that double wise. <laughs>
1: Oh, it was the one like, that you get with the presser. It? It's like, where it was like, <laughs> like it was the like width,
0: like the width of like two adult male fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't oh. getting between anything. It was just like rubbing over your head. It was like it would. They basically tussled your hair and they were like, "Get out of here!" Meanwhile, like that was. She's
1: was... reading like People magazine <laughs> off to the side. Right. Yeah. Like, they just yeah, didn't give a fuck I mean, at all. You got mice.
0: So Kevin, I heard you got lost with Waze the other day. <laughs>
1: Okay, yes, Waze. Fuck Waze. All right, I got a buddy. Waze started out in California. Okay. Um, Silicon Valley shit, and it grew exponentially real quick. I got a buddy of mine out in California, really, really good friend of mine. So he kept sending me and all of our friends over here, hey, you guys, Waze app, Waze app, Waze app. Here's my concern with Waze app. It, it is, um, you have to... Uh, I can't think of the fucking word I'm thinking about right now. You have to interact with the app. So you're right. I couldn't think of interact. (laughs) Wow. So you're driving down the road and you're trying to look at the thing on your phone saying, where am I going? And all of a sudden a giant balloon pops up saying, is the accident still there? And it blocks you from knowing the exit you have to get off of. And the only way to get rid of it is to actually look down at your phone and interact with your phone saying yes or no. We have enough problems with people dying from texting. And now we have a Waze app that forces you to, like, interact with it and then possibly cause another act. You might as well just be texting the map and saying, hey, what's up, buddy? There's no fucking accident here. Let me continue. Like, what the fuck?
0: But you just press yes or no. It's really not that involved.
1: When you're driving, I don't want to have to look down on my phone and have to press a button just to clear the screen to see where I'm going again. I don't want to have to interact with it. It's there as a map guide for me to glance at and then get my eyes back on the road.
0: On a regular basis, I'm (laughs) driving the New Jersey Turnpike while Facebooking and probably asleep.
1: Okay.
0: I'm very comfortable doing those three it, things at the same now, time.
1: I let me just, full disclosure, there were many, many times in my early 20s, but in my early 30s, that I would drive and literally change my entire outfit, like my clothes, my pants, my shirt, whatever, while driving a manual transmission and drinking coffee at the same time. I can't do that anymore.
0: That's I, because you don't drive anymore.
1: I don't. All right. Fair enough. But it doesn't mean that
0: that's the way that you should
1: have the app interact. Okay. It's not safe.
0: <coughs> but that's what the basis of the app is. You're interacting with it, it's and like, then based hey, on in order based to on, on the safe, continuous make
1: you unsafe.
0: But based on the continuous feedback, it updates everybody else to say there's still traffic. Go the other way
1: beyond the fact that Google sucks regarding that they send you seven miles out of your way to get to your destination, Mm -hmm. their traffic reporting is on point. Why does Waze force interaction when they don't have to?
0: What? (laughs) Because they don't not have to.
1: If Google can do it without... Google owns
0: Waze, by the way.
1: They recently acquired it's been like like four months
0: no it's been longer than that it's been like a year no way yeah google it I can't without losing this no it's been like a year
1: alright maybe it's been that long I don't know but still bullshit okay that's my problem (laughs) with ways I don't want to have to sit there and look down at my phone all the while not breaking in time to smack into the to the Lamborghini in front of me and have like lose my insurance.
0: Where are you driving that you're following all these <laughs> Lamborghinis?
1: There was <laughs> one Lamborghini mentioned just. You're following
0: there. these Lamborghinis I mean, while while you're <laughs> fucking <laughs> while you're looking at this app and fucking pressing buttons. Also, it's too cartoony. Like what's with all those ghost balls? That does annoy me. Although for a while I was really not, into running over road goodies and I would sometimes go out of my way to run them over All just right. to
1: I clearly haven't used the app enough because I have no idea what
0: road goodies Yeah, are. they put like fucking pineapples and soccer balls and shit on the road. If you Is go this Mario Brothers? You go out of your way to run them over on serious? the map and you get points. You I don't serious? know what they mean. I don't I don't know if they fucking do anything or add up to anything, but
1: So Mar- it's it's essentially a Nintendo game. Yeah, it's idea, like there's there's a
0: game a and you're like somehow competing. I'm totally talking out of my ass. You're, you're somehow competing so with fair other fair. drivers to acquire points by running over things on the road while you're texting and driving and letting everybody know where the pothole is.
1: Right, yeah. So that, that doesn't add to, oh, it's in the lane next to you. So let me cut off people to get a fake pineapple. And cause an accident.
0: (laughs) The one thing that makes me really fucking crazy about it, the two things, there's two, (laughs) which is more than (laughs) one. Which is the one thing. (laughs) Which is the one thing. The one thing thing is
1: that there are two things that really piss me off about the three things about this
0: app. So driving the work, I, I work in Hoboken, driving the work as you go over the road, uh, there's... You leave Jersey City. There's one main road that goes through both. <coughs> Circle around to the right. Um, it's called Observer Highway. And there's a pothole that literally stretches two-thirds of the road. It's... more or less unavoidable. Right. Um, and it's like, Waze is alerting me every fucking five seconds that there's a pothole except that pothole. <laughs> so, really, there's two problems here. One... Seven or eight million fucking people have driven over this pothole, and no one, including me, has told Waze that there's a pothole the size of fucking a small island in the middle of the fucking road there.
1: (coughs) It's more like a sinkhole than it is a pothole.
0: Right. And two, after driving there every day for three years... I still don't remember there's a <laughs> pothole. And I slam through it Every at like 55 percent. in a 25 <laughs> and go, ba-boom! <laughs> and I go, what the fuck? And I fucking, my phone, which has my Waze app on it, which I don't need because I know exactly where the fuck right, I'm right. going, a falls off of, uh, off of my fucking dashboard and into my pocket. And, you know, All I'm right. like, what the fuck's going on with Waze?
1: So do you find... Your, your utilization of it, do you find that it's, it's more useful on highways and near places like New York or Hoboken? Like, you drive a lot in Philadelphia, too, like, on the right. weekends. Have you found, not that you end up would use it, but if you do use it, do you feel that Philly would be as um, interactive with its reporting?
0: Uh, I almost never use it. Cause you know where you're in going. Philly, I honestly I don't really use it that often, the unless of the thing is what you know what it is, is. Is I'll right. turn it on if I see traffic backed up. To
1: see how far. It to is. see
0: how far backed up it is, and if there's a faster route, and that's actually the other point of the thing that makes me fucking crazy is I drive the New Jersey Turnpike almost every single day, hmm. and uh, five o'clock in the afternoon it's total fucking gridlock. No matter what especially around you know exit thirteen where Newark is and to route you around it it will route yeah,
1: bands like fourteen or 12.
0: yeah it'll it'll route you over into new york down through and new back york over? yeah it'll take you it'll take you off of uh off of the turnpike over the varrarizano over the gothels down through Sorry. Queens and Staten Island back over through Outer Bridge Crossing. (laughs) And those three bridges are about a $14 toll apiece.
1: That right there is Google Maps influence.
0: So now instead of fucking... That's exactly what Now instead of like circling around and taking Route 9 and jumping back on like to the parkway or something. (coughs) Which would take a little bit longer, but you know, not longer than what I'm doing. Right. Um... Would also not cost me, fucking forty six dollars.
1: To still spend. And then for Twenty minutes back
0: into. Bayonne. St- I'm st- and I'm still spending about the same amount of time in traffic. Right. I'm just continuously moving. I might as well fucking sit in traffic and wait for a tan.
1: Now that you bring that up, I'm about to bring up Tesla's new car.
0: The self-driving one.
1: What? Well, no. Do you know about that? <laughs> it's not self-driving. It's- I.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there's there's some concept I think it's Tesla that's out there that um <coughs> it's it's self driving and there's some sort of some sort of software in it. I'm I'm gonna totally steal a joke here Please. from another podcast and I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> where it reads the speed limit sign and then adjusts your speed to the speed on the speed limit sign. I guess you could set it to be like five miles lower or whatever, stay in the range. It senses the car from you, but I just feel like it would be so easy to just like change the numbers around and change like a thirty five to an eighty five, so you're just fucking, just you know, graffiti. cruising down a side street, like... street, and all of a sudden, just you know, you're looking, you're looking at your phone, fucking texting, not paying attention, because the car driving itself, and now you're just like the fucking car behind you, you. The there's passion. no chance of fucking stopping before you hit the other car with those automatic brakes it's just you're done you're fucked that's it you're out <coughs> actually that uh, is funny Chelsea knows someone who bought a Tesla yes. yesterday and they were posting all over Facebook you know putting pictures here's sure. my new car is my new Tesla Whoever you wanted, I, oh, wow. I, think they're I think they're nice are cars I don't I don't think I would want one anymore because of the. They only get like three hundred miles to a charge, which means I'd be charging every other day with how often I drive. Okay. So it doesn't. But it doesn't work for me.
1: How well? How much would you would you spend for charging? You would park it here. You would charge it.
0: For <laughs> it's not how much you would spend. It's the inconvenience of charging. Okay. Like yes. I just, you know, I'll give you that. Yeah, if, I to, if I have to, if I have to drive,
1: that's that's one of the biggest issues. Is charging is still not as convenient. They have these charger locations where you can literally go in, which are often
0: behind Barnes and Noble, which I do think is they? fucking brilliant. I didn't you notice go that. Go that is, you're read a book, drink book. a coffee, because while cars charging.
1: It takes over an hour for you to get. Over fifty percent, between fifty and seventy-five percent of battery full. It takes like three hours for a full for battery. A full, but but it has the same thing as cell phones does, where it's fast charge immediate, where you get like up to twenty or fifty percent within a half an hour. Yeah. And then, X over. but, whoever spends a half an hour at a gas station to get gas, no one.
0: Right. And that's the thing. You would have to plan your life around charging this car.
1: So wait, real quick. You you said it. I think. The top the the, the the bottom of the line gets something like two hundred miles per charge, right? Yeah. The average gas tank is ten, to, is it was about twelve miles, 12, tenths, 12 gallons, yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Right? And average road say we'll say like twenty-one miles per gallon. Yeah. So twenty-one times twelve is two hundred and fifty two miles. So if something can have around the same miles per gallon for a full tank that's pretty impressive
0: I guess so I get uh, what I don't even know what I get on my car I get like 32 okay. on the highway so it's like I well, fill I fill my tank about every three or four days depending on how much at I at least given how much you drive sure. yeah if I if I like work from home then <clears throat> it's like every four days but I would have to charge it every other day because because it would run out yeah. before I could recharge it. So it's not like I would get to empty and be like, I'm shit out of luck. But if I didn't charge it at least every other day right, I'd that of, like, die hey, on you've the got, second like, day. X of miles <clears throat> left. So it wouldn't be worth it. But so this guy who she knows who bought the Tesla was uh, <coughs> posting pictures like, Hey here's my fucking sick new car. Right, right. Seven hours later, no shit. <laughs> Posts a picture of it on the back of a fucking tow truck Seriously? with like the whole front end and front quarter panel just like fucked up ripped off, the wheels caved in. What? I don't know what happened, but <laughs> fucking like $70,000 car oh, for like shit. six and a half hours before it got destroyed. Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, the, the reason I brought it up in the first place is because they just, literally just released, get, like, <coughs> last night, last night, less than, or about 24 hours ago, they finally released the full imagery and specs on their um, 35,000 base.
0: Oh, the low-end one, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it's supposed to get... <coughs> at least I think the base model, there's a base model with one engine, then there's the upgrades, like, you know, options always, that, you know, it's going to end up costing, the average person is going to get the double engine. Right. However, so it's going to end up costing people like 50,000 bucks anyway. Right. But even the base model ends up having like 200 plus horsepower, gets 250 miles per charge. Pretty much a standard sedan that you would find in most cars, you know, but zero emissions, high torque, obviously. And
0: I feel like it's a really good car if you don't really drive.
1: So somebody like me who lives in the city and takes trips or goes to the supermarket, which is literally less than two miles away (laughs) from me,
0: would be perfect. Or someone who lives in the suburbs and Works 10 minutes from home. Right. And you know, yeah, like they, your, They're
1: in Berwyn, they're going over to Devon. Yeah, you're, you're putting they're, your right. fucking
0: 10 miles on your car. Or, hey, I'm
1: in, I'm in, I'm in Payola. I'm in Devon, I'm going to Villanova. Right. Like,
0: yeah. Yes. You could a uh, charger last you like two weeks, like and then you're.
1: Know,
0: those are mainline towns outside <clears> of
1: Philadelphia. They're, uh. A charger
0: last you like fucking a week and a half. Right. You know, you can go. Without putting gas, but I I put fucking. You know, gas like three times a day. Yeah. Three times a day, three times that's a week. A lot. Yeah. Well. <clears throat> and that's with.
1: I don't know. I I'm still on the bandwagon because I still think that there's the the push because of Tesla the the um, immediacy of larger corporations, larger car companies to put something out <coughs> has been uh, become a priority. Right. So you have Chevy, you have Ford, you have Chrysler. All of these guys are putting out something. I mean, Chevy's been the most prominent, I think, as at least for his advertising concern, as far as getting something out first, uh, as a competition. They're still not going to be able to compete just for the mere fact that Tesla is still a brass ring car company.
0: Yeah.
1: Um,
0: they're the Mercedes of the electric car. Right,
1: and I mean, deservedly so. I mean, I um, I I I they, they not They still hold up to a build quality. Quarter yeah, quarter
0: I mean, I'm not not a fan of Tesla. It's just you you go on Jalopnik, you go on totally Leno, impractical.
1: You go to Road and Track, you go to Motor Trend, like all of these companies still hold Tesla as the gold standard.
0: Yeah, I I'm a fan of. Elon Musk. Period. Well, because he's a fucking. Genius. <coughs> but, you know, fucking, Armageddon hits, and <laughs> you run out of electricity. <laughs> right, you're gonna be you some old dinosaur. I could, to I could, s- I energy. could still find a way to fucking knock off a gas station, but right. know, if yeah, the power, if grids, the power grids down, power grids down, your shit. Well, of that's
1: see now <coughs> that that actually leads to a really interesting debate that has been going on for the last couple of years, at least the last year and a half on a, on, a, on a side note I spend a lot of my time I, w- I was almost gonna say free time but I don't allow my time to be free I spend a lot of my time researching anything that I find interesting or intriguing or whatever you know, and a good amount of that for my entire life has been the car industry been cars you know so I follow And I'm no expert, and there's people who have read way more than I have are more, way more in-depth than I am, Uh, but I know enough, and I follow enough, and I read enough that I'm able to speak confidently about this, that one of the biggest questions and debates going out right now, and has been for the last, at least year and a half, strongly, and then in the shadows prior to that, is... Is there still room? Like everybody knows that the electric vehicle is inevitable. The you know it's coming. It's going to be a thing. It's going to be the thing. You're you know it, it's it's kind of like what automatic was for manual transmission back in the day. At some point, at one point, it's an option, but eventually, it's going to become the standard. So, at what point does um, combustion engines become? Obsolete? Do they come so expensive to run because gas doesn't get produced anymore? Where is that in our future? Is that 20 years, 50 years, 100 years down the line? And it's actually a really interesting debate because things, as, as much as things have progressed in the Industrial Revolution, nay, the, since the 80s, not even, I mean, count, cancel everything before the 80s, since the introduction of the real personal computer, which happened in the early 80s. How fast things have evolved? who's to say something like that can't actually happen in the automobile industry? and how quickly can that become a thing? So is there a room? Will that be a thing?
0: Uh, I think it depends realistically on a number of things. I don't think it's about gas being expensive. No I think it's about electric being cheap. I think when it becomes practical to own a car like that, because you can, you know, get a thousand miles away without having to recharge. Right. It's a number I'm pulling out of my ass, but you know. But it's not. not it's
1: not an un- absurd number. Like, right. Like, if actually, you if you're someone if,
0: like me who has a giant commute, if, you know you can't go if you, you can't go to work about... and back twice without recharging your car. So it, it's that practicality. It's. <coughs> it's also just. Uh, the build quality of lower-end electrical vehicles, so that there's more of an availability. When, once it becomes more readily available...
1: Which is what Tesla's trying to do. Right,
0: but car companies don't want it to happen. That's the thing. I mean, you look at...
1: Well, that's the base of the argument. You're, are you, how hard can you fight the tie? Uh,
0: pretty hard. I, I think, I think I'm, you I'm, fight the tie I, pretty hard.
1: I've got, I've got my own ideas on on, on both sides of the menu and and I, I agree with you overall that you know it's gonna be a really long time before that becomes the standard and a big part of that is gonna be things like loyalty, tradition and classic nature, especially with the with the way that classic culture in automobile history has become so prevalent and so expensive. Nobody's going to want to put that money forward for no reason, right? Um, But when I when I mentioned earlier about the idea that gas becoming expensive, it wasn't because it wouldn't be produced enough. It's because electric would be so
0: prevalent
1: and cheap and the normal that plants would close. And in order to make gasoline, because now there's only three plants that do it versus ten thousand, that of course they're going to charge more. Because they're the only ones that do it, and you're going to pay for it because you still want to drive your 1984 Porsche. You know, it's it or, or or your 19 you know 72 Impala or whatever. You know, it, people are still going to pay the money. It's like smoking. You're gonna you want to do it. You're gonna do it. Um, and for me personally, when it comes to that, it, I I will pay the money for the gas just because I want to drive those cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: People love their cars. I, yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's
0: why people who live it's it's why people live in Philadelphia and own a car instead of taking mass transit where they could and, easily get anywhere in under an hour.
1: And, and, and the thing is, this argument has nothing to do with global warming. It has absolutely nothing to do with um, I mean a to do
0: it, it does with, in the sense that the reason why people going to love their cars vehicles. more than they love right being yeah. alive right. So fucking, but but the it's just of like all, God the, all, right we're you're also gonna, gonna end fuck it I like my car the
1: same people right the same people on the picket line saying <laughs> the glaciers are melting the glaciers are belting are gonna go home and they're gonna have their collector car in the garage and then they're gonna take their Audi s 5 you know with four hundred and thirty horsepower out for their weekend drive like it's it's it's
0: a weird fucking juxtaposition that that's what I find with everybody who <clears throat> I don't mean everybody but a lot of people who fucking shove that and I don't mean that bullshit because <clears throat> I don't mean that bullshit like with a negative connotation, but people who are just you know i i I think we should. Be more energy conscious. I think we shouldn't be destroying fossil fuels. I, you know, I agree with all that. We have solar. Yes. We can, we can power everything between. The, what is it? Fucking not Iowa. Is it I Iowa, North Dakota? There's there's enough. That's a little farther north. Whatever. There's enough like not much, but enough. high highland area in North Dakota that if we
1: what else is happening
0: in north covered Dakota? certain certain ranges with. Uh, not windmills, either, either it would it not. would provide enough electricity for the entire country. Seriously? So when you hear shit like that, you're like, well, it doesn't even fucking make sense to not do it. But there are entire fucking industries rallying against it, and it's this whole socio-political economical fucking thing. Not and what you see... Arguments
1: of jobs and but that's what
0: I mean, right. and it's just, you know, it's, it's when you think about the people who are and again like i'm i'm so pro solar so pro wind so fucking anti fracking i did the fucking they tried to put that penn east pipeline bullshit fucking less than a mile from my house it would have polluted our whole fucking water supply in trenton and hopewell and ewing and i you know i well
1: that that shit would have <clears> kept <throat> running down towards <clears throat> yeah
0: towards, towards you um and i'm I was totally against that. I'm fucking so pro natural energy and sustainable renewable energy that it's insane. But at the same time, it's not a highlight topic conversation for me, mainly, and not because I don't believe in it, but mainly because I find the people who are shoving it down everyone else's throats are the biggest fucking hypocrites about it I know. In just broad scale, you know, it's it's this ideology that fucking. And this is, you know, I don't want to go off on like 400 different tangents because this conversation could take a whole ton of fucking directions. But you look at the people who are environment, 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 and typically they are people who associate, align themselves, and loudly and proudly with a liberal slash progressive ideology, Mm
1: -hmm. you know. Always about next, not <clears throat> about past, not about
0: why, right. but about why not. Right, and, you know, conversely, the, the whole standpoint of, you know, we, we can't change energy because we need our jobs, we can't change energy, you know, by, there, it's all these companies with this incredibly unionized labor systems That turn around and protest, and we're going to put the line in, you know, protest fucking natural power plants opening, um, and, and fight to keep fracking lines being built and oil wells being built and all these unionized jobs, which are, by the way, a liberal and progressive fucking institution. So, it's not that they're the same people, it's that there's the same group of people up top. Manipulating fucking competing ideologies. It's why I don't like, it's why I don't participate or believe in politics. You know, I do have strong political viewpoints, but I don't even bother expressing them because I think the whole thing's a joke. I think the whole thing's a fucking sham. And if you are not perceptive enough to see that there's just one group of business engineers, of, of businesses, social engineering, the debates that everybody has amongst themselves and running away with all the fucking money that the very same group of people who's like get rid of fossil fuels or the same or so have the same exact political affiliations as the people who are like we can't get rid of this because it'll fucking cost us our jobs how do you not see that how do you not take that for what it is and accept it and every like super environmentalist i know they're driving giant fucking Audis. They're driving these fucking massive, massive fucking vehicles. None of them have a Tesla. None of them have... A, everyone who I know drives... The
1: same a. same idea as people who do fundraisers for the, for the networking.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially. I mean, there's a guy... There's a guy in North Jersey, <clears throat> Paul Miller, who works for the New Jersey Green Council, and he's... It, I, I've had to do business events with him, and he is a fucking dickbag. I hope you're listening to this, Paul Miller. <laughs> um, dude, the fucking dickbag. Anyone who's listening to this doesn't know I run a restaurant company, <coughs> and we have a lot of environmental and sustainable initiatives. And he wanted to do an event where our restaurant was one of the co-sponsors. And um, just an example of what a fucking dick he is. He... Uh, He tried to pull off some shit where all fifty vendors at this event would dump off their compostable trash in my restaurant's dumpster. What? After one day of service, he was like, "You guys can handle that, right?" I'm like, "No, go fuck yourself." Yeah, fuck you. Call the call the fucking call call the green fucking disposal company, Solterra, Jersey Central Waste. Fucking call them, tell them you're doing a sustainable event, you want the sponsorship, and they'll get the recognition too. You're not fucking using my trash can. Yeah. Yeah, and he and like literally stuff. asked us to go pick up all the trash from every vendor at the event, 50 vendors, bring it back to our fucking restaurant, throw it First of all, how the fuck am I going to do that? This
1: guy sounds a lot like Jenny.
0: Second of this all, about. no, exactly. Second of all, we're in a parking lot with... Other restaurants, other co-tenants, a grocery store right. that are obviously going to complain about the giant overflow of trash <laughs> out of there. Right. And oh, by the way,
1: so it was an
0: afterthought. Is what happened. By yeah, he forgot. and was trying He's to like shove like it down gosh. on you know everybody else, and he you was guys like, "Guys least of." <clears throat> super pissy about the fact that I was like, "No, we're not going to do that." <clears throat> um, well, but you should be. Grateful, Mr. Green, driver, Mr. Green uh, Mr. Green, Mr. Environment. Hey, by the way, do you know where he makes his fucking money?
1: Go ahead.
0: He owns Bentley, Audi, <laughs> and Land Rover dealers. Oh, nice. So, Mister <laughs> yeah. Fucking Environment very, very is selling nice. fucking Bentleys and yeah. Land Rovers, and then coming around and bitching right. at us B-12, because you know B-10, we're not B-12. sustainable enough right. for you. Suck a dick, like, Let's and that's.
1: Cows for our and <clears throat> Bentley.
0: He's an extreme fucking. So he's an extreme example, but. On a smaller scale, you know, people who I just know in normal day-to-day, who I don't have business relationships with or something who I do, like environment, 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 and meanwhile, they're driving fucking tanks of a vehicle. Like, shit, that, dude, I get a big car. I get a big, big fucking car. It, it's shit that makes the amount of gas my car takes look like fucking nothing by comparison. It, yeah. It, that's what i find it's just the hypocrisy is astounding and i feel the same you know it's it's one of those things where it's like i agree with the belief i agree with the ideology but i don't even want to i don't even want to discuss it because i feel like the majority of people who talk about it only talk about it so that they can place themselves on some sort of moral high ground and talk to other people, and I feel that way about fucking most things, that, you know, people just want to have the moral high ground, and, you know, I'm painting with a broad brush. I don't mean this way as... gen. I don't mean to make as broad a generalization as I'm making, but there's so many, like, sets of beliefs, like, especially social beliefs, where it's like, I'm only saying this shit so I could take the moral high ground and fucking be offended by people who don't agree and fucking put everyone down. I mean,
1: just... The idea of devil's advocate yeah. is that somebody can take what you just said and put the same point on you. That you're saying that, and I'm not, I'm not saying that, because yeah. I actually, I, I, I agree, I'm just devil's advocate <clears throat> that someone could turn around and say to you, well you're not taking a stance and you're saying these things because the hypocrisy in itself like you're, you're it, it, it fits the same argument back at you it's like point one three back uh, fingers
0: pointing but, but I, how so <clears throat> the fuck just happened to my voice
1: I don't know ah! <laughs> how so well it, we mean how so can they can they
0: yeah I, I like I, it... I don't see entirely where you're going
1: well um, say 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 your point again
0: You That despite sharing those beliefs, I have a tendency to just intentionally never discuss them with anybody because even though I think, even though I'm pro-sustainable energy, pro-renewable resources, I find that the majority of the people who share that belief with me don't share it in their actual practices and only espouse it as much as they do so that they could take a moral high ground. Okay. So, so it's kind of it's kind of like but by, by comparison, it's kind of like like when you like a band but everybody who likes that band is a fucking asshole, so you have a <laughs> hard time listening to them. That's kind of what it's okay. like.
1: Okay. So the idea of somebody having hypocrisy but still taking the moral high ground because of spouting something, you are purposely taking a stand of boycotting to obtain a moral high ground, even though it's guaranteed that there's hypocrisy. Because there's guaranteed hypocrisy. But it's not
0: boycotting. It's not boycotting. It's practicing it where you can.
1: Again, remember, I'm not attacking you.
0: No, no, I'm not taking it that way. I'm solely
1: being a devil's advocate saying... Someone's argument can, your argument can reverse back onto you by you taking a moral high ground because you, you won't interact or you won't have a compromise. Like some people might argue that their initiatives, their, their, their spouting is a compromise in their own lives and how to approach the situation the best that they can. So they'll still vocalize it, but they can't necessarily live that way verbatim. And it's really hard to be able to... But do you think... Just on a side note, it's really hard to be able to just say, I can take this stance and live this way completely and change every aspect of my life in doing so.
0: See, I I feel... And and again,
1: these are all extremes, and none of this really lies in extremes, but this is where arguments go. Arguments go to the extremes. There's... Yeah. And that's that's the unfortunate part of it. Everybody runs and spends... 10 hours on the outskirts of something rather than 20 minutes on the inside of it. But my point still being, you have to be open to that.
0: No, I I, I sort of see your point. I just... It's not actively boycotting a position because I don't like the people who hold that position. It's participating in a way that you can... Because you think it's
1: do what you can through action, not through voice.
0: Right, like vote vote with your dollar. Do what you can. You know. Chat for vote with. Your dollar. Yeah, vote with your dollar. Actions. Vote with your is the only fucking vote that counts. You know. It's we're gonna whole, we're gonna whole different because, fucking conversation. Yeah, because the whole
1: thing earlier with the whole policy, we're gonna channel that to another discussion because we we that's the whole can yeah that we can go down in another. The, the fact that people Quite. having that same mindset is the reason why, it's like, the which came first, the chicken or the egg. Closing out, Wh- closing right out the same point is all I'm saying. Closing
0: yes. out the same point, though. Education exists, information is out there, and it's not that you should not share the information because people only get it that way, but the fucking bullshit social activism that surrounds it does more harm than good because it turns otherwise intelligent people off and against it. Rather than rallying to the side, like or I know you're people,
1: into, it's a completely <clears throat> different area.
0: No, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's because that's sort of That's what shapes my opinion about it. So, to give you an example, and but you're
1: going you no, know, because you're, you're starting to take something that's an ideology, a purpose, into action, and the action is a completely different discussion because <clears> the action there, there, there are so many different facets on how you could enact a purpose and now we're getting a discussion of which is the most effective. And no, I'm not
0: getting into that discussion at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> Even a little bit. Um, at, uh, for, yeah. for example, yes. um, I know someone extremely well who is extremely intelligent, um, one of the smartest people I know, who will remain nameless because we'll probably absolutely listen to this and other people who know them will absolutely listen to this. So, Mm -hmm. Uh, people who know them won't know it's them but they'll know it's them. Anyway. I
1: don't think
0: you're being vague enough. I'm being vague. Easily one of the most intelligent people I know. But because... He's talking about me. Because they are so... Like when I say I'm turned off by people shoving their bullshit down my throat, so much more turned off of it, turned off by it than I am, that they literally, I, I, on a very regular basis, <clears throat> post like things on Facebook, like denying global warming. <laughs> it's like. Start
1: a conversation?
0: No, just to be an asshole. Just, well, to start, not to start a conversation, to start an argument yeah, with people, so, you know, to get those, like, I mean. to get people come on board and be like, yeah, it's fucking bullshit. None of it's true. There's no proof, blah, blah, blah. And then to get, like, other people who are typically relatives of this person to to argue with them and, you know, right. and and start this. And, like, it's just this marriage Dude, I have beliefs. I have strong fucking beliefs that I'm pretty committed to. But this yeah, like true. this marriage to your beliefs that you are just unwilling to consider facts that are in front of your face. And it's like to look at somebody that's otherwise in every other scenario in life like, you know, socially socially intelligent, book smart, you know, respected, successful And then, you know, and they are very conservative, and, you know, I'm pretty relative. I am pretty moderate. I guess I would be a libertarian, but whatever. But I'm relatively conservative myself. But, like, there's a difference between, like, you know, I would typically side with a Republican point of view, and there's no fucking such thing as global warming, which is totally this person's perspective. And it's also the perspective of a lot of people I know, and it's a combination of like, I buy into, I'm a, I'm joining, I say this way too often, this is a different tangent, but I'm joining a team and I'm believing everything that fucking team says, which I have a uh, total, which I have angry. a total problem with, nothing but it's also the no, the it's team, totally the team that this person picked, they picked because the people on the other side just irritate him that much because the other side tends to be the side that's like, Cramming your fucking beliefs down the throat. That
1: sounds anxious. That sounds
0: for that example. Well, it is angry. That's for damn sure. I didn't say they weren't angry and irrational. I said they were (laughs) intelligent. Those are not. They're They're not. I don't know. I don't know why you assume those are mutually exclusive.
1: Intelligent do actually go hand in hand at certain points. So I will give you. They're
0: not mutually exclusive by uh, any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) But. Yeah, like, so I don't go to that ridiculous extreme, but I know a lot of people do, and I see it on both sides. And, like, I don't know if that pushes me towards the middle. Right. But I think it's just that everyone's point of view, regardless of what it's about, I'm
1: waiting for the shoe to drop. annoys
0: me so fucking much (laughs) that I don't like to talk to them about anything. I was, I was honestly like, hoping in all in, in probably, scary. probably really most, in yeah. all, in all fucking, <laughs> in all seriousness, I think I'm at a point where the only people that I feel like are intelligent enough that I can have a fucking okay. conversation with them are the people that are associated with this show and my friend Ken. And other than that, I just, no one else is fucking, you know, and the thing is, I don't think I'm fucking special. I just think everyone's really fucking stupid (laughs) on a grand scale. It's it's
1: that everybody else thinks that they're special.
0: Yes. Yes. I don't think anyone's special. No, no. And I don't exclude myself from that fucking group.
1: But (laughs) that, I will say, is a tangent for another conversation about the ability of entitlement. From, from someone's you know, being raised or their, 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 their life the assumption that they deserve. Right. But that's I don't even get me fucking started on that shit because especially working in the industries that you and I work it's oh my god how many times have you heard this I don't get paid enough or it's not my job.
0: The fucking
1: Right, so, full circle, coming full circle, Um, the argument, the idea of, you know, combustion engines versus electric engines, how long will combustion engines survive or grasp onto reality uh, before uh, electrical engines or alternative energy engines become beyond... You
0: know when it's 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 really clear classes. like we like I, I said you know practical this that a major company has to find a way for it to actually be more profitable for them that's Well see, that's you know, when the point of change is going that's to
1: that's the problem it has become a that's... potentially profitable item the one of the first cars ever made was an electric car
0: oh yeah.
1: back in like 19 19- <laughs> 12 or some yeah. shit. Like well, it was...
0: that's the reason we don't have that uh, fucking ethanol. Do, do you know, do you yeah. know, like, the whole... Creech, brother. ...fucking... <clears throat> um, it, it, John Rockefeller. John Rockefeller is the reason that you don't have ethanol. He's also the reason for prohibition. Obviously, ton of fucking oil money. And Henry Ford came out and made this statement. By the way, oil. not
1: automobile oil... Lamp
0: oil. No, no. Petroleum.
1: Lamp oil was where he made his major money right before anything else. He sold kerosene and lamp oil to... That was this was just before light bulbs. He essentially lit the entire fucking country. At
0: the same time, though, he, he was the major petroleum supplier to the country. So he was also selling the petroleum to companies that were converting it into gasoline. So that said, yeah. That said, yeah. Um, yeah, Rockefeller Plaza didn't get <coughs> built on nothing. Um, that said, he Henry Ford came out. I, I don't want to. I'm going to totally butcher the statement, but basically, it's okay, you Basically, you know, came out and said, you know, all of our cars can. Fully run on alcohol and it's going to be cheaper it's going to be more efficient and engines are actually more efficient that burn alcohol than burn gasoline at least they were at the time that this was going on um, and the Rock, Rockefeller actually funded all of the all of the fucking propaganda to begin to make alcohol illegal including prohibition Prohibition basically happened because of Rockefeller, because people, that. because That's people crazy. realized, be because he realized that you could just take any fucking source of alcohol and use it to fuel your vehicle, and then he's not that he's no longer a uh, you know a fucking.
1: They can fuel your vehicle, then they can fuel anything else. Multi
0: billionaire, but right. that that income stream, that revenue stream, stops coming in. Take a huge so. Plan. Sure. So to close factories to
1: fire a number of
0: people. So one, he's the reason for prohibition because the people that met ma- the same way he used petroleum to both manufacture lamp oil and gasoline. Mm. The companies that were supplying the, the initial alcohol companies like liquor companies, people who were manufacturing beer wine liquor, mm. were not wine, but beer and liquor were um the same companies that were manufacturing ethanol because they can they they had the supply and they were selling it to the companies yes, that supply yeah. so by shutting those companies down yeah he was no longer allowing ethanol ethanol manufacturers their supply so he funded prohibition shut down the importing and and distribution of alcohol legally um I'll tell you. <coughs> legally He's the reason that fucking isopropyl is, uh, what do they put in it? The is Yeah, is und- is is a non-distillable alcohol because they combine it with what I, because that, that was one of the first things, well, people are going to drink rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Well, not if, not if you, not if you put so, you used to be able to in the twenties, you could, and then they added the chemical compound that is non-distillable, mm-hmm. so you can't distill the alcohol and put it in any other drink or drink it straight because it'll fucking kill you. Yeah. Um... He's the reason for that, all because he didn't want to fucking. All all because he fought the tide. And this is what I mean about fighting the tide. When you said, how long can you fight the tide? How hard can you fight the tide? Well, pretty fucking hard if you're that powerful. Right. Because you could shut the whole fucking shit down. And that's what he did. Until this day, we are on. We are literally on fossil fuels right now because of Rockefeller. There's a fucking. There's a documentary on it. I absolutely want to see it. It's called. It's called. Oh God, how big oil how big oil bought the world or something like that or how big oil control fuck. I'm gonna have to look it up. I read yeah, it right yeah. now. Um, I'm gonna look it up now. <clears throat> In a similar way though, you look at uh,
1: I mean we're we're talking about a time where it was also still technically legal and the reason why it became illegal for things like monopolies between Carnegie Rockefeller, uh, even technically Ford, even though he kind of came after the cusp, the cusp of, the, of the, whole, the whole issue.
0: How big oil conquered the world? Text that to me. It's a one hour and 11 minute documentary on John Rockefeller and. Seriously, text that to me. I'm going. Is
1: that Netflix?
0: Uh, YouTube.
1: That perfect.
0: It's probably on Netflix.
1: No, I got YouTube too. I Apple TV
0: has. Well, I oh, you have YouTube. <laughs> Did you know
1: that was free? YouTube was free.
0: I. This is totally unrelated and triggered. And yeah, is- I bought my mother and stepfather gift certificates to to float in float tanks. Yeah, yeah. For uh, Christmas, and they just used them today. Um, Literally today. My mother's afraid of everything. Like. She's really? too terrified of everything. It's just like, not like, uh, what's that? Yeah, sorta. Yeah. Um, but not totally. Like, oh, Kate's worse. Yeah. like she just she but, hasn't she hasn't like, uh, how do I fucking put it? She hasn't adapted to the modern She's world. Sheltered. She's the. The daughter of immigrants. Yeah, shelter. She's daughter of immigrants, you know. She's
1: lived in the same town area for her whole
0: life. General area, you know, grew up in Trenton, moved yeah. to Hamilton, stayed there forever. Um, daughter of immigrants, you know, very fucking old school Catholic family, like. <laughs> yeah,
1: you because know, why wouldn't be <laughs> it,
0: Right, well, you know, it's like that doesn't yeah. play into it as much as, um, <coughs> that doesn't play into it as much as, uh. Just the fact that she was like pretty sheltered, so things yeah. just like tend to not scare her, but like intimidate her. So we got her to the float tank and because she's always complaining about her back. She's like, my back hurts, my back hurts. Back she's like going it? to the, oh hell yeah, because it relaxes the shit out okay. of Like you don't use your muscles. You're in there and like
1: yeah, like. But even if your body is dead weight, that doesn't mean that your body's aligned correctly.
0: No, but what it does mean, and this is like this is why I this is really the reason that I keep going back to it. Because. Don't
1: be wrong. I want to try it. I just. Have to- uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. But you know, all of like you take all the bullshit out of it. You take the like t- you see things in there and fucking you get high before you go in and it's you know yeah, it's like you're tripping about drugs true. like like you <laughs> take all you take all that out of it. The reality is you're not supporting your own weight at all. But not like in a way where you know you lay on your bed. Or, and you have like pressure spots, or even you like lay on a hardwood floor, which is supposed to be the best thing for your back, you're still using stabilizer muscles, like those little things around your spine. You go in the tank for an hour and 30 minutes, you're literally not even using stabilizer muscles. So, when you get out, you feel so relaxed and so supple. And that's the reason that I was like, all right, I'm gonna get this for you, (laughs) like Jersey Sheets. and she was like she all morning like today was the day she was going, she's texting me she's like am I going to drown am I going to drown <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah that's how these places stay in business because so many of your clients that's fucking bad. drown <laughs> I was like you're she, <laughs> she was like she text, She texted me by she texts me and Chelsea exactly de- death by flotation tank <laughs> if flotation tank fell on you you'd be pretty fucked but yeah true but um, she's texting me. She's like, she's texting me and Chelsea. She's like, am I going <laughs> to... She, she said, like, not even, like, is it safe? Is there anything that happened? She says, salts she directly, like, directly, <laughs> kind of salts, and I quote, am I going to drown? <laughs> yeah. That's what I got you for Christmas right. I'm, tra- <laughs> I'm drowning you Remember to put me <laughs> like, in your will by the way Just out so there. It's like that's <laughs> how they stay in business Because most of their clientele pays And never fucking comes back And they can't tell anyone else what a bad experience it is <laughs> Did she text me like an hour Can yeah, you
1: later. imagine like just a picture of somebody Coming up on like one of those bad detective shows Or something like Yeah hi we're here looking for so and so Yeah they were here but then they left I don't know what happened to them but while you're here for a special introductory price, come on in. <laughs> 20 dollars. You
0: get the floor yourself. She um. She texted me like an hour later. She was like, "I can't believe how much I liked it." She's like, "The lady." She's like, "I told the lady I was nervous, and she was making fun of me for being scared, which like made me relax more." She's like, "I felt like I slept for like eight hours." She's like, "I've never felt so good after something," yeah. and I was like. Good because I I wholeheartedly expect her to be like oh it was dark it was wet right. <laughs> like which is like my favorite fucking scenario to be in <laughs> <Yeah>. but um <coughs> yeah she was like this was the best thing she was like I can't wait to do it again I was like totally surprised where you I mean just for a point of reference you're talking about someone who doesn't drive outside of the town they live in like will not operate a motor vehicle outside of the ten streets they know and. Okay. Went and willingly and the side, locked herself in a dark tank full it, of water. i
1: make that hand gesture that you do when you say that your mind is blown, like you put it up against your head and then you expand it out <clears> like, <throat> like an octopus. I, I am I am dumbfounded by the fact that someone will not drive, doesn't past drive.
0: the maximum number of miles from their own. Time. Yeah, she doesn't drive. That's like she me. doesn't drive more than ten minutes away, and like and she never has, never. Any time in my life where we've gone more than ten minutes away, some that I've gone with her, like as a kid, someone else was driving. Either my dad when they were together, or you know her husband, or fucking like my aunt, my aunt or something. She's always leased her cars. (laughs) Fucking puts no miles on them. It's an easy way to do it. (laughs) There's nothing on them. Like if any, if we. We would take day trips to the beach like we never right. went on vacation we would always take day mm-hmm. trips fucking honestly it's like why would you when you live 45 minutes from the beach right. but
1: go to the beach here versus the beach somewhere else
0: yeah and what's the difference right. but yeah there's sand there's water well, you're good I mean, anyway. but um yeah like we would take a day trip to the beach and you know if it was a day that like my dad was working or you know Whatever, like we would find someone else to go so they could drive, and <laughs> fucking that's what we did because she would drive not drive. She would yeah. she would drive like she wouldn't drive past the mall. That was it. Like that's so crazy. It's the end of it. <laughs> forget over the bridge, dude. For like. What? It's a PA? Dude, you can see Pennsylvania from that window.
1: I was gonna say
0: it's right there. <laughs> not gonna happen. Would not go over that wow. fucking bridge. Would not That's go like over a that bridge.
1: McCoys, but without the gun violence.
0: It was uh, yeah. But could navigate her way around Trenton like a fucking champ. Right. Like Bye. knows Bye. knows roads that after living here for fucking half of my life, I've never fucking been down. And right. You know, well, honestly, just because she's so familiar with like the area. Will totally fucking drive her car Through a fucking Through, through an MS-13 neighborhood And be like Oh I grew up around the corner <laughs> Like You know Excited to tell me about like The bakery that used to be on this corner And the tailor that used to be over there And I'm like That you Yeah I'm like That guy's pointing a gun at your car Because it's too nice to be in this neighborhood Could you fucking drive faster <laughs> But like says shit to me like why do you want to move back to Philly? It's dangerous there. I'm like, do you fucking realize you grew up in Trenton? Like right? But no, like it's just it's familiar, it's local, and it's unintimidating, but like anything out it's like anything outside of the four walls. You know
1: what? I I think if my mom if my mom didn't meet my dad in college. Mm-hmm. Quick, very very quick by three. My mother is from South Philadelphia. My father's from New York. My mother went to Cabrini College, out in the main line, outside of the, in the suburbs of Philadelphia. My father went to Villanova. They met while labor in college. If it wasn't for meeting my father, like right now they live 18 miles away from the house that my mother grew up in. So it's not like she's still so far away, but she is far enough. 18 miles is a lot of distance. And it is, a compl- I mean, my mother went from saying water to water. Like, she added an H somewhere. I don't know <laughs> how, but she did. But even 18 miles, which is in the grand scheme of nothing, if she didn't meet my dad, she would have graduated college, she would have moved back down home into South Philadelphia and ended up teaching at a school in the middle of, of Philadelphia and she would never have left South Philadelphia. I guarantee it. So I can completely understand the idea of someone from their generation staying, quote, you know, and unfortunately, especially a female, staying in that, in that, you know, in that range. I totally get it. It does make sense.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, your mother is also, you know, your yeah. mother's Italian, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's fucking Sicilian, it's culture. It's your cities. fucking neighborhood. You don't go to other like, places. You
1: know, crazy, crazy Catholic. You
0: yeah, know? dude. Fucking same. Yeah. Same person.
1: You don't do this. You do do that. You don't but do But was
0: this, you, this. was your mother the youngest child or no?
1: No, my mother. My mother was the oldest. Now here's the thing. My mother. There were two girls. It was my my mother and my aunt Marie. Um, They were, apparently, my grandmother did have a miscarriage, and I don't remember if it was before or after my mom. Uh, I think it was after, not sure. But regardless, my mother was the oldest. However, like Italian families from that generation, even though my mother only had one sibling, they had 8,000 cousins. Right. And 90% of them were all named Teresa. Yeah. so like it was my mom was Teresa
0: Mine's, it's Marie and my family yeah. everyone's named Marie
1: And but the, 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 what distinguished my mother from the other ones was the middle names so my mother had six middle names but her cousin who also had six middle names like three of them were different and that's how you could tell so and it was also by the mothers so it would be like Rose's Teresa or uh, Julia's Teresa or something like that but it
0: was the same thing. Yeah. <clears throat> my my mother was the youngest, so she was the one who was sheltered. But my Aunt Marie um <laughs> right. was the oldest and she was the one you know, she was the one who would drive us to the shore my mother wanted to go. And but they were so far apart in age that all of her grandkids, which were my what was that first cousin once removed or right. whatever. Well, uh, yeah. Um they were all the same age as me so i was closer to like n- not closer but they you know they lived locally yeah um, the,
1: you guys ended up doing more things in common together than,
0: yeah yeah so like my immediate you cousins you like
1: beat my
0: totally my my closest related cousins <laughs> i didn't see nearly as even though i saw him, pretty often because we're you know an Italian family and sure. you see everyone all the time <laughs> um, not nearly as often as like my cousins who lived around the corner who were actually further related to me but just the same age because my mother and her sister were like 16 years apart so her grandkids were you know all my age my first yeah. cousins were all close to my mother's age so That's a huge, huge it's a big gap It's a big gap. But it was also like a very distinct difference in, you know, like a very clear example of that whole, the first child behaves this way, the middle child behaves this way, the baby, the family behaves this way going on. It It was very distinctly that scenario, which doesn't really happen in my immediate family because of just the... Really, for the same reason, because of the age difference. Like, there's two sets of kids. There's me and my sister, who are seven years apart, and then we're ten. Seriously, my my one sister is seven years younger than me. My next sister is fifteen years younger than me, and then my brother is twenty years younger than me. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But they're. Like seven years apart, and me and my oldest, the oldest of my sisters, are seven years apart, and then we're like a decade apart. So there's two totally different, essentially two totally different families.
1: Yeah, my. in, in, I mean, in my family immediately, I, I have I'm one of five children. I'm <coughs> one of four. Me and my oldest brother were six years apart because all the boys are two years but my sister, she's seven years apart from my oldest brother. Yeah. When you have that, that interval, um, there's, like, like all those people in between, there ends up being kind of a, I, I feel there's a closer tie between the ends of the spectrum. Like, my sister and my oldest brother are actually way closer than anybody in between. Right. Um, what I'm, I'm curious is, like, do you feel that there's a link between you and your sister? Like, right? how, how close do you really feel? <sighs> it's
0: weird. It's like...
1: It's hard to really explain how close they are. We
0: have... It's not like we talk all the time. Actually, it's like not like we talk ever. Um,
1: well, because you were in a different place, but there's... But no we're place. still... You didn't have a relation to, to, to trickle down. It was you and then her way later there was no like, like yeah the there is like you know my there's brother had my other brother
0: who had my other brother who had me who then had my sister right yeah there was like was there was a period of time where we had like we were were close enough in age that we sort of had things in common but there was also like 7 years apart it's like she didn't even watch like the same kids shows that I did and i remember that you know That's like huge. like and it's a weird fucking thing right it's like huge. Like, I grew up on Sesame Street, Mr. Rogers, and Square One, which I would probably still watch today. Square, you know, Square One? It was a math show. It was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you should know that shit. Square One! On <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like <laughs> Muzzy, which you also don't know. I don't know that one. <laughs> um, and then Pinwheel, which was my shit. Pinwheel sounds Pin wheel, pinwheel spinning around. It was like it was like a oh, right? Like there was a, an association? No, no, it was like a Canadian knockoff of Sesame Street that was broadcast uh, okay. on it Nickelodeon. Familiar. It was totally fucking Sesame Street, except okay. instead of like everyone living in the same apartment building, they lived yeah. in a castle. And it was
1: well, in my defense, like even even between because I was in a weird position because I wasn't I wasn't the middle child of only oldest and the youngest. I was number four. And so I really had this immense amount of <clears throat> um, influence from all angles. So, right. I, you know, it, 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 more so obviously from my older. So, between parents and then the three older brothers, everything that each one of them, two years apart each, culturally went through, I discovered and, and went through. Now. And, and, and so I feel like I always acclimated upwards. Right. You know, so for me growing up, like <clears> my <throat> sister, who is one year younger than me, we actually call us Irish twins, is, you know, she was all into Saved by the Bell, and uh, then when we got older, it was Melrose um, Place. Or, or, or
0: See, like, I watched opera, all that shit. Like,
1: Fuller House or whatever it was. And those were all shows that I... Was like kind of? I mean, I was exposed to. Them. I was around that. Team, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. I didn't really delve into. Like they were I was always so. I I I guess I'm in a. In a what's the word I'm
0: looking for? You. Um, asshole. Yes.
1: I'm <laughs> an asshole. No, I'm. I'm a uh, alternative to the to the normal. Yeah. An exception to the rule. Thank yeah. yeah, yeah. An exception to the rule because my focus is. Like, when when my parents would have like parents other parents from the neighborhood to play bridge, in, you know, I, I would end up hanging out at the parents' table, you know, I wouldn't or or at my older brother's table, something like that. So it's not really fair for me to have a judgment on this because I I didn't expose myself on purpose to
0: this. <laughs> Did things. you say when your parents would have people from the neighborhood over to play bridge? Is that a sentence that you just said out loud? Did you fucking? Or peanut? Did you fucking grow up with eighty-seven-year-old parents in the fucking eighteen hundreds in Great Britain? What the Dude, fuck?
1: My parents did what their parents <laughs> did. My dad's parents during the Depression. My grandmother ran a uh, a, um, a personal shopper business out of. One of the leading um, retail stores in Manhattan. My grandfather was a was a, a, a traveling salesman who had his own handkerchief company. Mm-hmm. They belonged to the country club of the neighborhood. Yeah, they did, they are the type that spent the money on those things rather than other things, you know. And of course, my father's education and whatnot. So yeah, my dad that's what he took from it.
0: right. So. Yeah, he I took the culture that he wanted to be a part of. So was
1: like shit, my parents did bridge <clears> and <throat> yeah. whatever, at the club <coughs> nights, so I right, him, and ironically right, enough, so now that's what my brother David does. My brother David is my grandfather, is my father, and my brother Chris belongs to a country club. Yeah, and my brother, you know, like it's it trickles down. It really does influence.
0: So yeah, that, no, totally. No
1: joke. I'm dead serious. They would have bridge nights in my house growing
0: up. That's weird. We would have poker nights poker,
1: I would have rather had poker but, nights But, you know I would
0: have rather had poker Conversely really Like boring. My My grandmother's generation My family They were Running numbers <laughs> So Having gambling at our house Was the actually the Pretty they're, fucking they're giving the horse pretty, pretty natural, natural progression horse. <clears throat>
1: and they were shooting the, 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 the slow ones.
0: Leaving the head on the fucking. <coughs> and Porsche, the guy, didn't pay up.
1: Right?
0: Um, but I feel yeah, like.
1: I, I, I jokingly say this, but I really do feel I would have been much better suited towards. Oh,
0: fuck yeah. Like a different generation. Of- Yeah.
1: I I know it sounds horrible to say
0: because. No, it isn't, dude. No, we are privileged
1: enough to have been raised in the point where we can surpass that. And there are aspects of those lives, full disclosure, that are not desirable, that are not fantastical, that are not, you know, uh, story fiction that could be made into a movie. Yeah. There are things that are really bad about that stuff. However, that being said my instinct reaction to a lot of things can maybe tend a little bit more towards that immediate gratification of breaking somebody's fucking kneecaps yeah versus trying to be a little diplomatic about dude somebody. fucking and,
0: i was born th- there's no doubt i was born to th- the wrong fucking generation no doubt like this 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 world is not for fucking me. It just isn't. Like, I have... I'm, it's not even, like... It's, it's this combination of disgust and disinterest. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> it's,
1: I get so aggravated with people. It's like... And, and I... I have, everybody can... Everybody can always turn the needle back to you. Like, any argument you make, everybody can always find an example that fits you, that you're sure. critical about it. But the point being... Oh, my fucking God, how angry I always get when people pick the wrong battles. And I learned this the hard way when I was younger. Of course, I picked the wrong battles. But you know what happened when I picked the wrong battles? I got my ass beat because yeah. of it. And I learned what battles to pick. I right. learned how to really approach it right. focus on the right thing versus the things that don't mean a fucking thing. And it's such a valuable lesson it means the world to me. Like, I wouldn't be who I am today if it wasn't for that stuff. Dude, And I get yeah.
0: so angry when people People don't fucking experience, things. dude. Dude, people don't, it, we just live in this nerf padded fucking world right it's now. The worst, the worst. And somebody made it, I don't remember who said it, but they made a statement the other day that was like, it really like resonated with me and they were like, you know, We are getting to the point Where the people in power Are going to come from a generation Where they got participation trophies Instead of learning what it Instead of learning what it takes To fucking work hard and get results And it's this sensation of entitlement And this belief of You know, the world owes me because I'm special And those are the people who are either Are coming into fucking powerful roles in the world now and that's a scary fucking thing
1: those people are already part of our generation
0: Oh I know I I know, running, I know. running companies already But I feel like I feel like the real real Impact generation that was impacted by that is just slightly just coming it's like we we are you know mid 30s we are sort of more or less the generation that's taking over right now yeah. but I'm talking people who are like around 25 now that five years from now are going to be doing the things that we're doing and in positions to like make calls that, you know, maybe it's fucking, maybe it's senior level management at the company they fucking work for, or maybe it's a, maybe it's a government government position. Like it could, yeah, it could be any of those fucking things. And emails
1: about how much they're going to fucking corrupt the system. Right. And it's like, you know,
0: people are inherently fucking selfish in the first place like that's sure. that's a given you know maybe not inherently deceptive or mean or deceitful but inherently selfish
1: one is a byproduct
0: <clears throat> of the other yeah deception
1: is a byproduct of selfishness
0: but when we it's actually when we true. actually get to the that point where the people who fucking grew up with you know like i think your special started with our generation, like you're special. You're, you know, oh, you're, you're individual. You're this. Uh, suck a I dick. No, you're not. A trophy
1: Playing soccer one year, and I, in all sincerity, I was awful. They used to, they used to call me. I'm, I'm talking. I was like six or seven. They used to call me.
0: Agreed yeah no i don't know i didn't I, there's nothing that you said to agree with, so I shouldn't said uh, agree continue your story but i have i have a I have a point that's related I do agree that you were six <laughs>
1: they used to call me the hurricane because I would no I'm dead serious that was my nickname because I would cause a ruckus everywhere it was i played more kill the guy with the ball than actual soccer.
0: That's sort of how I played.
1: Yeah, and it was like anybody, so I would just barrel through anything, yeah. and anyone that was in my way.
0: I totally made up for my lack of skill with extreme levels of aggression.
1: Exactly, yeah. They would like, they would they would pride me on it. They would give me give me accolades of saying, give me a nickname, like you're the Hurricane. Like, I was like, I, I fucking, yeah. Yeah, I'm but at least
0: that's, hurricane. at least that's an effort. You and know, like I, that's...
1: It is an effort, but I still got a trophy. And my dad is the only one, and right, just on a, side team, on a side note, not because of this, because of many, many other reasons. Me and my father don't necessarily get along, but I have to give him credit and right. in certain things that he did. And one of the things that he did, maybe not correctly, but it had the result that he might have been looking for, is he would pull me aside at the end of the season. He didn't know the middle season would at the end of the season. And he would tell me, you suck. Like, you're bad. Like, yeah. you're just... And it wouldn't even be more than that. It wouldn't be an explanation as to why. It would just be like, boom. No. You're off. So right. I would get this trophy, a participation trophy, and my dad would counter it saying, no, just no, bad. Yeah. And thank God, in that regard, that that was there. Because... Yeah. Like you said, we're, we are on the cusp. We are that starter generation yeah. of that. So I I like experienced it
0: as a kid. You did too. So, real quick side story. When I was about six or seven, I started playing baseball. I agree. I hate baseball. I, I hate baseball till this day. I like baseball hats. That's about as far <laughs> as it fucking goes.
1: Curve your brims,
0: people, by the way. <laughs> oh, no, Jesus. Curve your this, this brims This is a three-hour show by itself, so let's not get into Curve Brims. Curve your
1: brims.
0: Fucking So you know, it's like I'm like I must have been like six. I'm playing t ball. Yeah, I fucking hit the thing, and you know the coach and my parents are like, "All right, now you run, run, run!" So I start running. I get to the first base, and they're like, "Keep running, keep running!" So So, so I'm like. holy shit, someone must be chasing me. Everyone's telling me to keep running. I fucking ran off the practice field and into the woods. And fucking, my dad tells the story and he's like, you're just running into the woods and you hear the leaves rustling like, shh, 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 you fucking run off into the woods, you fucking six year old moron. like someone's coming after you. But... to circle back to what the actual point was our generation (laughs) got our generation got a got a trophy for participating that happened like first place second place third place tenth place you still got a trophy because you were part of it but the next generation down they didn't fucking keep score and that's what's different it's
1: and also the, the, the trophies we got Still had titles
0: too. Yes, and was you would still game. get a last place trophy. Right. It would say last place, yeah, tenth place. place. Absolutely. Like, like it would be a smaller trophy. Like
1: best runner, but like, and, and all the other kids who got better trophies than you would laugh at you, and, and that was. Still I remember
0: playing like fearing. playing like soccer growing up. the The first place trophy was a fucking giant trophy. The second place one was a little smaller. Third was right. a little smaller. Yep. and then like there was like what eight teams or some shit. I don't fucking know. And, uh... But they would gradually get smaller until this was... It was like... It was like... Is this a a trophy? Or is this, like, an action figure that (laughs) somebody painted? Yeah, it was like... It was, yeah, the size of a fucking thimble. But the difference is...
1: This... Look! It's a trophy, and you can use it to evenly slice.
0: Ten years... Ten years after that, there was no first place, second place. It was the team with the best record wasn't first place, everybody got the same trophy because yeah. everybody's equal and everybody's the same and blah, blah. And it's like, dude, the real world not like, how the fuck are you prepared for the real world? Some like,
1: looked at a <clears throat> World Cup or at a, a, a Stanley Cup or something and thought, well, oh, the whole team got something. Well, no, Yes. Yeah. Everybody on that team
0: earned the right to be on that team first and then <clears throat> they made their commitments. Yeah. I just, yeah the real world don't fucking work that way and how... It, like, dude, I'm not a sports guy. I'm not a sports... Uh, I. There are some sports I'm that I... I'm surprised I,
1: I was able to pull out two
0: different types of trophy names. There, there, <laughs> yeah. there are sports that I do really, really like, but I just don't have the patience to follow. Yep. Um,
1: What's I like... The names, honestly,
0: seriously. I like... Yeah, I, I don't want to know every player on the you team. Do I don't give a shit. People out, I work you know, I, I love combat. You know, I love boxing. I love kickboxing. Yes. I love martial art you know like i'm very into that i know yeah i know i just it it i probably know too much it occupies too large a part of my brain but but i also participated in it and and i don't know everything about it but you know as much as i don't like sports i do think there's a very very what I don't like about sports is somebody who's like 40 years old. Fucking it ruins their day because their team lost. It's like, dude, grow the fuck up. You're not on team. When somebody's like, dude, we won. You didn't win. You're not on the team. Right. When when the fuck did you? You know, Fucking we won. Who won? We won. Who's we? You're not on the fucking team. You're not on the team. You gain nothing by this winning. You
1: introduced me to
0: Vine. To what? To Vine. To Vine, yeah.
1: Yes. And those become kind of like a, a passing fad of an athlete. Yeah. One of, the, one of the biggest earlier stars, as his star was rising, if you will, was Crystalia. I love Crystalia. He's fucking hysterical. Yeah. And a lot of his vines on there, you can look it up, are him reacting in certain scenarios to people. Yes. Like he's he's like,
0: like, oh, it oh, doesn't. Everyone's cheering, and he goes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It
1: doesn't matter. And it's
0: so Dude, it fucking... It, it, it kills me.
1: It's And it's so... Cool.
0: <clears throat> All of that said, yeah. I think... I
1: mean, there and, is something to be said about sporting and that kind
0: of commitment. But this... See, that's sort of where, where I'm going. You fly learn... Fly you learn so many lessons by playing a sport by being involved in a team by learning how to work with other people and even though i don't you know i hate i fucking hated baseball i still hate baseball i don't and like before i hated baseball because like yeah, baseball is so fucking boring it's the worst it's not it's
1: like don't get me wrong find and play if you've got a case of over here for those who drink. but holy
0: I could understand the fun. I, I now I could sort of appreciate the fun of playing it, but watching it, to, what, what the fuck? Like five hours to watch nothing. But every single person who ever <coughs> ask going to a park going to see the ball game wants to score 90%. three to 0. Three? Yeah, that's the best. <laughs> that's not a fucking exciting sport.
1: being in the place, drinking the overpriced beer and eating the overpriced shitty snacks. Not every single person you ask guaranteed. It's gonna be that question. Yeah. It's not gonna be seeing it live because but, the rarity of an actual huge event like somebody hitting a no, like pitching a no hitter or somebody hitting their sixty seventh home run. Dude, is so think
0: fair. about that by itself. It's the fucking the most exciting thing in baseball is a no hitter. The the game the the, the most exciting aspect the, the most successful thing you can do as a baseball player is play a game where We're nothing fucking happened. Where literally nothing happened. happened. Literally nothing right. nothing happened. Right. Is that a sport? No. Is is it athletic? Sure. Does it it's could I athletic
1: as bowling with a less I, I agree with that. No, it's with less running. Alright, alright, you I, I disagree with that too. If, but it's not fucking far
0: if I don't fucking pretend that I could fucking throw a 90 mile an hour ball I don't pretend that I can hit a 90 mile an hour ball let alone fucking see it coming at me but <coughs> but I'm exaggerating. It's it's athletic, it's it's a it's an extreme level of skill, it's an extreme level of talent, but is it a fucking sport? Like
1: John Crock who can play the sport professionally and be an all-star at it. What does that really say about the sport?
0: I I mean Roy,
1: but on the same token the same thing can be said about UFC.
0: Roy Nelson. Right. Who's fucking massively overweight and disgusting, but one of the best fighters one in the of world. The best I mean, it doesn't take away from a skill, but anyway, all right of that aside, all of that aside, as I always <clears throat> do. all of that aside, there are fucking lessons to be learned. You learn about teamwork. You learn about working with other people. You learn about competition. You you learn about what it feels like to win, what it feels like to lose. You learn to be a good winner. You learn to not be. You learn to be a good loser. <clears throat> and if you take away Knowing where you stand You don't learn a lot of that stuff Yeah You don't learn You don't learn how to win You don't learn how to lose And you don't And And more importantly More importantly You don't learn how to rebound from a loss And when life deals you a real fucking re, A real loss in yeah. life Anything fucking Someone breaking up with you And you don't know how to handle it Something which hell, will happen really something happening happens. at work something some guy on the you street fucking job. some guy fucking running his mouth to you in the street you don't know how to handle a conflict your your parents being a fucking asshole some you know whatever it is 18s
1: or <clears> 20s <throat> and somebody will look at you in what you consider to be cross-eyed in a restaurant yeah you will feel some sort of way about it
0: and you won't know how to fucking handle it yeah. because you've never if you're not handed a loss, you don't know how to fucking rebound from a loss. and we're going from you know we went from a place where winning is everything, which is not I don't think that's the right approach <clears throat> to a place where winning's important, but everybody gets oh every everyone gets rewarded because you tried it, you know, I don't think that's the right approach either, but it's closer to the right approach to a place where nobody wins everybody everybody's the same and everybody gets a trophy and everybody gets the same trophy and that's the mentality of the per- that, that's, that's that is that is why the, And dude I, I believe this that is why I'm going to espouse shit as if it's true because I think it's true um, that is why you have people now Yeah, capturing bullshit that's what this whole exactly. thing's about we're capturing our I am a professional, (laughs) and I'm sorry. I have a microphone in front of my face, so I'm the fucking expert. Um, but that is why you have people now who feel they're owed. That is why you have people who are like, I should make fucking fifteen dollars an hour to work a minimum wage job. That is why you have people who think they need to be rewarded for doing doing nothing in life or think that they need to be treated a certain way because, because they're just owed it. There's, and there's like, that's the mentality. And it isn't fucking... It isn't... It's just this fucked up lesson that we've begun teaching people and it's not like it's not about any of the hot button bullshit it's not about race it's not about religion it's not about oppression it's not about say it's not about any of that shit it's just about that general fucking mindset of like not the mindset of like why not me i can do what you can do but the the mindset of why not me? I should have what you have, even though you might've fucking worked for it. And that isn't the fucking right mindset. And there's way too many people who think like that. You know, it's, it's one of those things too, where you almost like see it happen to you. Like I didn't fucking like a conversation that I had with someone else earlier today about a dispute I had in my professional life. It's, you know, I wasn't born. I'm the vice president of a company. Um, and I'm not patting my fucking self on the back by saying that, but I wasn't, yeah, I am what I am and I've worked my fucking ass off to get there. Like, I started in the industry that I'm in as an hourly employee. I became an hourly manager. I became an assistant manager, a general manager, a district manager, a director of operations, then a vice president. Then I left and went to a new company as director of operations, became a vice president again. I worked my fucking ass off. I've been working in this industry since I was 14 years old. I've been doing this for 20 fucking years, you know? So, and, but th- the point is that <clears throat> people don't fucking realize that I remember times when things were really fucking tough and I had to really struggle or times that I couldn't fucking pay my rent. Yeah, paycheck to paycheck. I couldn't fucking my, pay my bills. I couldn't pay my rent. I had a fucking ex fiance who opened credit cards in my name and ruined my fucking credit for 10 years. I couldn't fucking pay my car. I had a fucking car repoed. You know, people don't fucking know that shit, but they look at you, like, even where I am now, people who don't know that, yeah, they do now, people look at that shit, look at where I am now, and they're like, you know, well, fuck you. What do you know about, like, what it's like to struggle or this and that? Well, you don't fucking know. So it's like, you know, it, it does go, you know, we've all had, and right. I'm not, I'm not trying to say this in a way of competition. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, trying to yeah. say this in a way of diluting your struggles. Sure, sure. In, in mask and I'm
1: saying that we've each had things, especially within this room, within within the two of us that I know specifically. Right. There are things that we've encountered that I would absolutely guarantee that 9% of, of the population of this country have not Sure. gone through. Yeah. Um, things that we've had to push through. And you know, one thing that I always have to struggle with in my own mindset is an elitism in the sense of, well I was able to pull myself out. How can't you? And and that is a yeah conversation because that is something I get that. it is circumstantial. You know, I was <clears> able to do this for myself after I found myself so far down the fucking hole. Why like sure. can't you? But that's a different situation. That's a different conversation in relation to what you're trying to talk about as far as the equilibrium to... Um, to, to, to
0: is that a totally different conversation? I, I guess maybe the way you're phrasing is a different conversation, but I think that there's, there's a lot of people out there who look at somebody who has done something with themselves and don't see the work that was put in and because and, and I don't think I mean, this generally ran right here. maybe but I don't like I tend not to think this way about people in our age group because there's less of a tendency to look at it that when way to, there is about our being the first
1: but the next
0: I think it's a little bit well that's why I say not as much it's there but I think even more so with the next group down because they don't look at the work that somebody put in and they just assume that work wasn't put in well, and it's like well fucking why you asshole
1: well this goes back to exactly the <clears throat> stereotype of the narcissistic
0: egomaniacs that we end up working with yeah. on a regular basis
1: on uh, people who and, and, but here's the fun
0: thing people who all come from people, the total opposite end of the spectrum of who were like, fucking born on third base think they hit a fucking or, triple or and think people. that everyone they exactly
1: they come from greater longer generations it, absolutely
0: yeah. true absolutely true and those
1: are from baby boomer generations who ended up making
0: It's a perspective thing too because from the outside looking in you don't know if the successful person was handed that or if they earned it. But you can tell by their work ethic. You could always tell by their work ethic and you could always tell by...
1: There are the tests too.
0: You could tell by, their, by what their ego about their work is. Um, you could tell by their openness to ideas. You can tell by... How receptive or not yeah, receptive yeah, they are to, to ideas. It's, <laughs> so, it's broad. It's so and be, and begging uh, a whole different every conversation.
1: The person that Nolan and I have encountered across, like every single, per- no exaggeration, every
0: fucking. <laughs> it might be in, uh, is, it. might be an exaggeration. No, but I, I no, there's there's you know, an archetype, right? This, person this person and this is what we we're.
1: I <clears throat> every single one of them has been to, to, to a minus For the, point, the most part. To the point of exactly...
0: What did. But to play devil's advocate, s- sort of, yeah, right? Um, it, I mean, you're, you, you're doing what I'm doing. I paint with a broad brush. I'm like, every single person, and I really mean like fucking a couple every, of the people right. but every single person who pisses me off is I what I is what I really mean
1: 20 out of the
0: millions that yeah I mean, but those are the ones that stick because they're fucking memorable because they're they okay. they're like fucking but sandpaper on your skin so back to the <coughs> so there's you were saying earlier though
1: uh, about you know people who deserve reverses earning it and now you're starting to delve into a probability outcome um but I also try to take as you do uh, the, 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 the macro view of something Right. and when you start getting into a point where there is still a, a finite group of development or a finite area of development yet the, 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 uh, the scale of the amount of people trying to develop that one thing Grows and grows and grows, but the <clears throat> the actual finite amount doesn't. Yeah. You know, you can only create so much from one person's vision, from ten person, people's vision, from a thousand people's vision. Where do you draw the line? Where do you collaborate or compromise enough? Where it was like, okay, I can share with twenty people, I can share with a hundred people. I can share it with a thousand people. I can share it with five people. You know, eight. And again, I repeat, I agree with you in your perspective that there there are too many people to share the pot, right? The pot can only go so far, the gold can only fly so far. It's only X number of
0: people. That's pay. not my perspective though. I don't think that there are too many people to share the pot. I, I think guess. I think the pot gets bigger when people add to it. Like, I feel like you have to add to it before you take away from it.
1: The, I, all right, yes, but the pot can also only get so big.
0: I also think that there you are... You can only
1: add so much... Agreed. ...before it overflows in the
0: I I also the, think that there are so many... There are <clears throat> certain percentage of people who have way too fucking much of the pot.
1: I absolutely agree that, too, because there are too many people who are scooping out of the bottom of the pot... As the pot is being filled, I absolutely agree right. with that too. The the question I have is, you know, or not a question, but the idea that it is, we are we are in a generational cycle where we are trying to understand the dynamic between the allowance of new development. Right, so take the, the, the tens of thousands of people that are trying to all focus into one thing and give them the freedom or the ability or the understanding to create something differently, but they still have to get paid for that. So we have to find a way to cycle the funds to be able to allow them to do something. Which right. is what we're seeing, we're seeing the independent, we're seeing the largest number of quote unquote entrepreneurial type of businesses being started Right. It is happening right now. Yeah. More than any other time in history. Which, in all fairness, you, you know, human history isn't that as well. Right. But that's a, it's a huge leap forward. This is a greater expansion than the Industrial Revolution. It really is. Yeah. And so, at what point do you say, okay, we have enough money to allow for these number of people to try and succeed? with the expectation that maybe 10% of them will actually succeed, and then hire the rest of them as they go? Or do we still try to fight it and allow people, everybody, to compete for the same pot of gold that has been in existence for the last 20 to 30 years? And I think it's a really interesting dynamic because your argument comes to the play of, I deserve it versus earning it. But there's not enough to go around for everybody to earn it. So, where do we cross that line? How do we how
0: do we play towards that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I think part of it I'm is. I
1: believe that. I'm just saying it's it's a devil's advocate argument.
0: So, the whole perspective of this like social political Robin Hood mentality of like let's take from the rich and give to the poor and you know, the rich are like well I've earned this money you can't take sure. it from me and the poor well, but, are like yeah. well that's you know, the, that's the there's like the biggest problem with the well that's the the,
1: the, the entitlement.
0: It, on both ends. Okay. On on both sides. But and, and I think a lot of people have way where, where too is fucking much to put philanthropy to the
1: title
0: I don't know. I you know, it's it's hard. you can you put can you, you Can't put
1: a dollar amount on it because every dollar amount is
0: different. How do you do it without All individually fucking interviewing every single person? If you take a guy who is a multi-billionaire and earned all, you know, started from nothing, earned all their money themselves. Are they more deserving of the money than someone who was born into it? You know, like a fucking ninth generation, fucking Rockefeller or fucking, do they deserve it as much as the person who worked for it? My ethical standpoint would say no, but what are you going to? How, how do you? How do you make you can't you can't make those distinctions? But the
1: whole adage of you can't take it when you're dead. But
0: that. Where's gotta That said, circling back to what you just said. Possibly, but you know, circling back to the question that you posed: if the pot is only so big that only so many hands can fit in it, maybe it's you don't stick your whole fucking hand in. And all of those people who are working to get a piece of the pot, they will still get a piece of the pot. It's just everybody will get less of the pot. So that whole concept of like, well, these people should have less because other people should have more, that would almost happen naturally if the people who want more were willing, were more willing, and I'm painting with an extremely fucking broad brush right now, so, you know, don't hold me to the shit. But you see what I'm saying? Dude, Where if, if more people... Bad, that's all we're doing. If hey, more if people... Well, the one thing that offends me more than anything are people who are offended. Um, <laughs> right? <clears throat> anyway, what I'm saying is, if more people from the the entitlement generation were willing to do more about earning what they think they deserve rather than just trying to claim what they think they deserve, then there would be more hands in the pot, which isn't a bad thing. And they would, they would all get a little piece and the people with the most would get a smaller piece because there was no other option except to give a piece to those people who are working for it. As
1: you were talking, Okay. Which is a kind of brunch, uh, Australian based brunch place on the island of South Street in Philadelphia. Right. It's a great place. It really is. The only problem with that place are all the fucking hipsters. <laughs> but beyond that, it, you know, it's like it's a dichotomy of the hipsters of what's wrong with it, but the hipsters are what makes it great.
0: Right, you know right, 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 right.
1: Because they, you know, they make it all.
0: Like fun. Little Spoon.
1: Exactly, yeah. right. So. I went there. And it's not too far from there. So I went I went to I went to Pants and I ordered my food and it's a cash-only business, And every every kid in there and I say kid because I'm old enough to be able to say kid at this point. Right. Was wearing a skull cap like, you know, wool wool hat. Right. Uh, but they were wearing it on the top Portion of their head so like they look like smurfs.
0: <laughs> right. The
1: front tuft of their hair was sticking out. Yeah, and yeah. Were, it, was like, it was like 67 degrees. Yeah. Out. Right. And these are like thick wool hats. I think my bill was like 14 and change or whatever it was you know, for ordering a breakfast sandwich. I give the dude some money. He goes to give me change. And it was like. was my change. Right. So the kid gives me $4.50. I get it's a cash business. I've been in the industry for a very, very long time. But my expectation isn't for the restaurant to assume that I don't give a fuck. It's for them to give me the money in full and for me then to tip you appropriately. Right. So, the kid gives me four bucks <clears throat> and 50 cents. Right. And I just, I'm like, okay, and I count it. And it's easy to count because it's two fucking quarters. And I look at the kid, unaggressively, not passive-aggressively, but unaggressively, I just kind of stick my hand out for the rest of the change, but with the existing change still in my hand. Right. And he looks at me, dumbfounded, and I said, the rest of my change, please. And he looked at me, and he said, You want the five cents With that level of question On his toe And the only thing that I can think of is Like
0: you were an asshole for wanting five cents I was
1: a dick for wanting what
0: was technically Mine It's a matter of principle It's like not even about the five cents at that point It's about the fact that you're a fucking dickhead And you clearly want the five cents And now you can't fucking have it
1: Yeah And the kid looked at Five cents was nothing. Yeah. But I clearly remember, and thankfully I do, because it still allows me to live the way that I live now. I clearly remember when five cents meant the difference. Right. All right. We've got a lot of stuff that we need to bench, obviously, for the next conversation. But this was a lot of fun.
0: It was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. The ball, 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 the